I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. KYW Original Podcasts. Hi, I'm KYW's Dave Uram. Thank you for tuning in to another Philly Sports Playback episode on the KYW Sports Pod. On this date, June 3rd, 2001, your beloved 2001 76ers outlasted Ray Allen, Glenn Robinson, Sam Cassell, and the Milwaukee Bucks in seven games to move on to the NBA Finals. It was a 108-91 victory at then First Union Center. MVP Allen Iverson had 44 points. Dikembe Mutombo, 23 points, 19 rebounds. Aaron McKee. Key of plus 22. Raja Bell came off the bench and scored 10 points in under nine minutes of action. Sixers moved on to the finals. Philadelphia was absolutely in love with that team, coached by Larry Brown. Had the pleasure of speaking with Aaron McKee a few weeks ago about the accomplishment, and I also talked with former president and GM Billy King about it roughly two weeks ago. First up, 2001 Sixth Man of the Year, Aaron McKee. Then you move on to the Buck series. Um, a, a game that really defined the 2001 team, I thought, Aaron, was Game 3, the first one in Milwaukee when you guys fell behind 2-1. to one. Allen wasn't playing, he was hurt, but you guys only lost by 6 points. How much extra confidence did that give you when Allen returned for the rest of the series? We was, we was good going into it, and we felt we was right there with those guys, and we felt like you know we can go in there and we can, we can beat them. I mean, you think about the team that they had. Ray Allen, Sam Cassell, uh, Glenn Robinson, um, Tim Thomas, Irvin Johnson. Like, they were, they were loaded as well. And they had guys coming off the bench as well. They could score the ball. They was a formidable p- opponent. And we felt like, you know, if we could slow them, slow them down a little bit, that we, can, we could get the game. And, you know, obviously it was going to be difficult to go in Milwaukee and do that on their, on their home court and, and not having your, your superstar. But, we felt good about our chances, and it didn't happen. And, you know, we said, okay, well, again, you go back and you watch film and you see how you can correct some things and get better. And, and we did so, and we were able to get out of that series as well. Game five back in Philly, you're down by double digits early. But Milwaukee, I think, had a 13-point lead in the first. You're down eight after one. But in the second half, you're really locked up defensively. You only gave up 37 points in the second half. Eric hits that huge shot with 31 seconds left. He's playing with a broken foot. And then Glenn Robinson has the ball down one, an eight-footer from the baseline. Um, it, it bounced off. What do you remember about that? Did you think that little short shot by Glenn Robinson was going to go in in game five? It, absolutely. He's, he's, the, he's a big-time scorer. And he's a guy, he rarely, you know, missed those, you know, missed those shots. Um, and so, you know, you, you, you anticipate if a guy like, you know, Glenn Robinson gets the ball in his scoring areas, the chances of him being successful is, is increased. And um, it didn't happen. Hopefully it was as a result of just trying to wear guys like that down all game long, touching them, hitting them, and being physical and, and running them and doing all those things. You hope 
it was a result of, of us wearing him down and him not having any legs. But a guy like Glenn Robinson, when he gets the ball in his scoring areas, the chances of him, the ball going in is, is pretty high. And, again, it didn't go in um, for him. And, again, we end up winning that game and moving on. Game six, if I remember, the Buck, the Bucks were cruising pretty much throughout. You guys had that big fourth quarter where it was like, okay, you know, we'll take this into Game Seven, and then Game, and then Game Seven comes around, June third, two thousand one, South Philly. How special was that night? What do you remember? You guys won 108-91. Allen had 44. You were a game-high plus 22 in that game, and then you move on to the finals to face the Lakers. What do you remember about that special night when you knocked off the Bucks? It's, it's, it's one of those things where every basketball player needs to play in a game seven where everything is riding on it. And I would say it's comparable to playing in the NCAA tournament where, you know, you win – you continue to play, you lose, you go home. And that's the feeling that you have. And fortunate for us, we were playing at home, and our fans is electric. They're outstanding, you know. And, and just coming into the arena, you know, everybody's outside. It's loud. When you come out there to warm up, it, you could just feel that the, the air in the gym is hot. And then, you know, when you come out there, they shoot the fireworks, and, and the fans are screaming. You barely can hear each other standing next to each other trying to have a conversation. And, and that's basketball. That's basketball in Philadelphia. And, and as a player, that's what you dream of, playing in those type environments. And it was fun. Again, we're matched up with a star-studded team. It's game seven, winner, moves on to go play in the finals, something you always dream about. And especially for me, being from Philadelphia, playing for my hometown team, I get that opportunity. Those are only things that you really just dream about. And for me, it was my reality. So it was it was awesome to just be in that environment. That's former 76er and current Temple men's basketball head coach Aaron McKee. Here's former president and GM and current WIP talk show host Billy King. I am very pleased to be joined by former 76ers president and GM Billy King and current talk show host at 94 WIP right down the hallway to talk about the 2000-2001 season. Billy, thanks for the time. I hope you're safe and well. Uh, let's start right out from the gate. You guys started 10 and 0 that that season. I think opening night was Halloween if I remember correctly. Uh what was the off season leading up to that great start like and what was everybody's expectations that year? Well, you know, I, I think back to that and uh I remember legendary now say he's legendary now Stephen A Smith coming out saying that the Sixers got passed by other teams in the Eastern Conference cuz we didn't make any moves. I think the one thing we did was re-sign Tony Kukuk and pretty much kept the roster intact. Um, and so really didn't know. I thought we'd be pretty good. Didn't know how good we'd be. You guys um, started out 10-0. and 0. Uh, why, why do you think you gelled so, so well that season? 56-26, and 26, best record in the East. Well, I, I think a lot of it is Theo, Allen, Aaron, uh, Eric Snow, George Lynch. That group had been together for a while. And so they knew each other. So coming into training camp, there wasn't a lot of a learning curve. Even Tony Kukuk, who came mid-season the year before, Everybody knew Larry, knew what to expect. So it was just about fine-tuning our team rather than preparing our team and getting to know each other. I'm glad you brought up Theo, and I have a question about Theo in a sec. But before I get to that, from what you remember, Billy, even though you guys were 56-26, and 26, an entire season of smooth sailing is, is very uncommon. Was, was it smooth sailing all the way, or did you guys have to experience some adversity as well from what you remember? 
Yeah, we we had definitely had adversity. There were things behind the scenes that were going on that had to be smoothed out and worked out. Um, I mean, any NBA season, no matter how good you are, there's always things that um, that need to be worked out. And I think you saw, saw you're seeing that in the Last Dance, uh, Michael Jordan documentary. There's always bumps in the road. I, you brought up Theo moments ago, and I'm really glad you brought him up because, I, Billy, I've been wondering this for years, and this is nothing against Akembe. This is nothing against Theo. Both of them were having great seasons that year. Both of them were having all-stars, and it's obvious that you had to make the move for Dikembe if you wanted to try to compete for the finals. But I always wonder, Billy, if Theo didn't get hurt, how do you think things would have gone differently? Do you think you would have kept Theo and, and Tony? And if, you, and if you do think that, how do you think the season would have gone? Well, I think, you know, Larry Brown had been pushing for that trade from Mutombo for, you know, majority of the season. And I was hesitant because I thought our chemistry was so good. Once Theo got injured, then I, I, was, then I started thinking, especially where our record was, I was thinking about you know, potentially getting to the finals. And so, but if Theo doesn't get hurt, I don't think we would have made that trade. Uh, playoffs opening round, you face Indiana again. This time it's one versus eight. The Pacers had eliminated your team the past the previous two seasons. I remember it like it was yesterday, Reggie hitting that shot to win game one, and, and it was such a deflating feeling inside First Union Center. But then you guys won the next three to finally beat the Pacers. Why do you think the team was able to bounce back after that shot? Well, I always say the first game in any playoff series is, is tough, and I think the team that has the most pressure on it is the favorite. And and for us, going into that playoff series, it was something new. We were expected to get to the finals with number one seed. So I think the pressure was on. I think Indiana had nothing to lose, and then they had a great Hall of Famer, Reggie Miller, who, you know, given a chance like he did, he's going to make that big shot. Then I think our guys were able to settle in and play the type of basketball we were able to play after that. The second round series against Toronto, Allen and Vince going back and forth, back and forth, 51 game, 50 another game. Allen's got 52 in game five. Um, it was such a thrilling series. And then it comes down to game seven. You guys finally want to get past that second round. What were your emotions that day heading into that Sunday game? You know, there, there was nerves. Uh, I knew we had played well at home, but looking at their roster, they had great experience. Um, Charles Oakley had been in a lot of game sevens. Uh, Antonio Davis had been in a lot of game sevens. So they had some veteran guys, Del Curry. Um, so I was worried, just not showing how our guys would react because the experience factor was more on their side. Allen wasn't 100% that game, but he had 16 assists. He was able to figure out a way to contribute and distribute while scoring 21 points. What led to him being such a, uh, an excellent distributor in that game, Billy, with him having 16 assists? Well, I think one thing, because he had scored so many points, so I think they were focused on not letting him beat us. And I think Allen was smart enough to realize, I'm going to give the ball up, and guys were making shots. Um, and Allen was always a guy that if, other guys are making shots where he's making passes. He will continue to make those passes. What's going through your mind as that ball's up in the air after it leaves Vince's hands as the clock hits zero? Do you think it's going in? Oh, yeah. I think for sure it's going in. And uh, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be our luck. We're going to lose on, a, on the shot. And then once it bounced off when he missed, I had to take a second to think, oh, my God, we're, we're, we're advancing. And so it was almost like we got another chance to, to live on. Conference Finals, another hot, hard-fought series, this time against the Bucks. Allen misses Game 3 because, again, he's battling injuries. He's not 100%. You guys almost won that game in Milwaukee without him. What did that say about the team? 
Well, I think it showed a lot of heart and and uh, that the team had. Um, I remember vividly being there and watching our guys battle back and almost have a chance to win. And the greatest feeling was getting back to the hotel and Alan, seeing Alan's excitement that, you know, we had that chance to win. But after that game, I knew we could win the series. Series is tied at two, heading to Game 5 back at First Union Center. Uh, you guys had to overcome an early double-digit deficit. You did. You played great defense in the second half. Glenn Robinson has an eight-footer from the baseline with time winding down. How surprised were you that that did not go in? I was not as surprised with that shot as much as I, I was surprised Vincent didn't go in, in in the series before. Because uh, I think Glenn was surprised he was that wide open. To, and I think he rushed it, and that's a tough shot to hit on the baseline uh, from that distance for a lot of guys. Game 7, June 3rd, 2001, 19 years ago. Was there any way, Billy, that the Bucks were going to leave Philadelphia with a victory that night? I don't think so. I think our guys, you know, were not going to lose that game at home. And like I said, once we had competed in the game without Allen, all the other guys had so much confidence that we could beat them, especially with Allen. You know, at, the, at that point, Billy, you're, you're a young GM. You've only been the 76ers GM for a few seasons. How did it feel to have a team go to the finals that very early in your front office career? Yeah, I really didn't think about it from my standpoint. I was just happy for the guys and Larry. Um, I wasn't thinking about, wow, I'm a young GM and this is you know, my first team getting there. I was just excited as a group that we were able to get to the finals and now we had a chance to try to win. Thank you for listening to another episode of Philly Sports Playback on the KYW Sports Pod. On Saturday, we'll look back at Game 1 of the 2001 Finals against the Lakers. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.